I think it's ridiculous that she's like, okay, but I need proof. And he's like, here's a picture I could have taken an hour ago. He could be dead by now, but, uh, yep, here's your proof. You need a heckin' live feed, fam. I mean, do they not have, like, Snapchat? <laughs> the other guys in his, like, squad are, like, sending Snapchats with, like, Archie and the heckin' dog filter. <laughs> oh, my God. Millennial hostage negotiations. Oh, my God. I'm in love with it. Hello and welcome to our Riverdale podcast brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Robin Jeffrey. I'm a 23-year-old actor and filmmaker from Alberta, Canada. I like brooding anti-heroes and feminist agendas, and I have way too much knowledge regarding details that no one else remembers. I run at the 100 script on Twitter, and you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. If I were to name FP and Alice's son, I would name him Jughead because he technically <laughs> is Forsyth Pendleton Jones III. And that's the real tea. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And my name is Brittany Ray. I'm a 28-year-old writer and TV critic from beautiful post-apocalyptic Vancouver, BC. I like badass milfs and long naps. I'm on Twitter at Britannia, where I can be found attempting journalism and talking about my cat. And if I were to name FP and Alice's son, I would name him Butterscotch. Because, like, jelly bean, jughead, like, Butterscotch just feels authentic. Yeah. I was going to name him Jimmy Jr. Jimmy Pesto Jr. <laughs> no, you were gonna name him Jimmy Johns, you idiot. Ah! And then I said Jimmy Jr. Ah! Stealing my words. Today we have words to say about episode 219 of Riverdale Prisoners. Ooh! That was dramatic. Yeah. So, Prisoners was a 2013 thriller film. The plot focused on the abduction of two girls. And um, after the police arrested a suspect, the father of one of the missing girls kidnapped the, the dude to interrogate and torture him. And so, people were in it. One sec. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? A lot of these seem like homages, but now I'm just kind of starting to wonder if they just borrow the plots from horror films because they didn't know what else to do this season. <laughs> I feel like they were like, here's a list of films we like. Eeny, meeny, miny, that one's next. They're like, um, if we string all these movies together, we could make one coherent TV season. Starring Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal, Viola Davis. Holy shit. Like, bro. So, I have a question for you. Uh, okay. Toot or boot? Toot. Big toot. Big toot. I definitely give this episode a toot. Yeah. No boots to be found. No. It is good stuff. Not a boot. Riverdale always does the back half of their seasons really well, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've only had two, but... <laughs> I mean, like, boot to the whole Archie hostage garbage storyline, but two to the other two storylines, so... The thing is, like, at any given time, I'm booting Archie's storyline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. So. Uh, okay. Should we get started? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the Kellers. Oh, must we? I no longer believe that it. Sheriff Keller is the Black Hood. I do. Yeah, I'm upset. Truly think that like all signs pointed to Keller. I think we had great theories and great evidence last last episode. We we were so valid. Yeah. It's just that it wasn't as deep. And I think that if any of the writers like listened to that, they would be like, oh, true, true. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I think we thought too deeply about how to solve crimes. Yeah, we just thought, if it's going to be Hal, that makes no sense. But does it have to make sense? I guess not. 
I mean, I, I don't think it has to make sense purely for like a selfish standpoint because I want it to be hell. I'm a little bit disappointed if it's hell. Why? Well, that was like our first hiking guess. Yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> it was our first guess. And then we were like, no, that's too obvious. Because yeah. <laughs> we thought he was the culprit last season, too. Like, here's the thing. If we if if like earlier in the season, they would have been like, where's dad? We'd be like, oh, we knew it. But as soon as she was like, where's dad? I was like, oh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, that that's it then. Tell me this is a red herring, please. I don't think it is because last season they revealed the murderer, like, do you think an episode before the finale? Yeah. Do you think they're going to do the same thing as they did last season, which was have the second last episode be like the big finale and the next episode be like the aftermath slash the big cliffhanger of season three? Probably. You think so? Yeah. Which I, I actually... That's too bad, because we're going to be together for the actual finale. It'd be more fun if we were together for the second last. Oh, yeah, you're right. Mm. Oh, well. But I also like the, the way they do things, because it, it does still get you excited for the next episode. Yeah. Or, I guess, next season. Mm-hmm. So, for the first half of the episode, I was like, it's Keller, it's Keller, you're garbage, Keller, ugh. And then, but now, like, rewatching it, I'm like, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. Like, he's doing his best, but, like, everyone else is valid because he's not really doing his job. But, like, I like him because he's, like, a good person, ultimately, you know? He's a good person. He's just not a good cop. Yeah. Actually, he's not even that good a person because he's committing adultery. Yeah. And his wife's in the army, isn't she? Like, she's deployed. And still doesn't know. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, Keller's a, Keller's a good dad. Yes. Yes. That's correct. Yes. Bad husband, not a great cop, but a good dad. Yeah. And not everyone gets a good dad, you know? What's a good dad? Never heard of it. Well, the, my, one of my heard things about Kevin is that he knows he has a good dad and he appreciates him, unlike some other protagonist we know. <clears throat> hmm. Does that do the like? Does that protagonist have like like red hair? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also want to support the other uh, good dad, which is FP. Is he the best yeah. dad? No. Is he as good a dad as Fred or Keller? No. But he does his best, unlike Hal and Clifford and Hiram. Yeah, Hiram. We'll get to Hiram. Oh, we sure will. Oh, we sure, sure will. Okay, so let's get started on the actual thing. So we're at Midge's funeral. I wanted more of this. Felt like I didn't get enough. Like more of Midge's funeral? Yeah, I didn't get enough closure on this. They're just like, Midge was brutally murdered. <sighs> anyway, Keller. Anyway. should have been, you, you should have figured it out, huh? You know, more from Moose. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, I wanted, I mean, the thing is, I thought that maybe they had fridged Midge like four moose, but then they didn't do anything with moose. Yeah. So they just fridged Midge for the plot. <laughs> and for a cute rhyme. Fridged, say fridged Midge five times fast. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we're at Midge's funeral and Cheryl is singing. It's just like, she's like, here's sure. me and the Vixens. And I'm like, okay, I don't see Tony. Betty and Veronica aren't back there. Um, there's just a lot of inconsistencies here. And like, is it normal for people to sing solos at funerals i guess and who ordered the black pom-poms okay you know cheryl had those rush shipped you know it right she was like amazon same day shipping black pom-poms did you notice that only the women were holding roses no i didn't yeah i was like let a dude hold a rose yeah what's that about roses (laughs) this is like again like the thing that makes me laugh about modern society is like we gender flowers yes 
Well, like, you know, it would be different if it was like most of the women are holding roses or like all the women are holding roses plus one dude. But it's like literally no dudes and all women holding roses. And I was like, hmm, why? Is this is this um, a tradition I don't know about? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, every in which case, okay. I don't know. Every funeral I've been to, that's not been a yeah. thing. Okay, so here are all the people who are there. Because you know I oh, checked because right. I love me some wide shots. She does. The Coopers, minus Polly and Chick. Chick, uh, obviously. Lodges, all three of them. Archie, no Fred to be found. Pop. And appropriately dressed for the first time in his life. True, not wearing a football jersey or a football jacket. Not wearing a, yeah. a Letterman jacket. Penelope and Claudius are there, which like you said last episode, everyone's like, um, what? <laughs> no one's noticed that, like... Papa Blossom is back from the dead. I guess. Um, Cheryl is there, obviously. Um, but n- none of the vixens that I saw in the background were noticeable. Ethel is there. Weatherby. Kevin Moose. Reggie. Sheriff Keller. Jughead. FP. Fangs and Sweet Pea. Oh my god. Like, I get that Fangs is there because he, like, actually knew Midge. And also, can we get some closure on what the heck Fangs was doing? Hello, is that going to be answered, please? I. It has to be. And, like, why Moose was mad? Hello? Well, that, the, the thing with Moose being mad is obviously going to be discussed because in the interrogation room, he lied to Keller. Yeah. Uh, unless that's not why he was mad, in which case, why was he mad? Don't just leave this. Yeah, no. It's, no, something definitely is up there. But Sweet Pea didn't even know Midge. Why is Sweet Pea there? Because he's a good boy. Just to be a good human? <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. <laughs> you know, that's like the bare minimum of human decency to go, go, to, go to someone's funeral, right? Heckin' Fred wasn't there. Um, I actually have a question. Okay. Was Josie there? I didn't see her. I didn't see Tony. Was, was Sierra there? I didn't see her either. Okay. But Sweepy was there who didn't even say any words to Midge. I guess it's kind of a waste to bring in fairly principal actors yeah. for that one scene when they don't have plot lines, though. If I was that actor, I would come in for free because I'd be like, my character would be in this scene. Yeah, but money. I'm just saying, if it was me, I'd be like, it's a disservice to my character to not be in this scene. May I come in, please? Oh, all right. You know what I mean? I'll do my yeah. own hair and makeup. I don't care. I'll bring my own clothes. Let me be in this yeah, you're, scene. Okay. That's someone who's very dedicated and loves their job. Well, you know, if you're like, literally Edward James almost on the set of Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> well, like, I'm not even joking. If somebody's going to podcast about my, about the show I'm on and talk about how my character isn't at the funeral and how garbagey that is, and I know that would happen, then I want to be uh-huh. there. Because I know, because I want to support my character. <laughs> to, to stop people from talking about you? No, just to like... Not not be, like, my character deserves to be at places that they would want to be at. Well, you're much more detail-oriented than I True. think a lot of people are, though. Like, True. you notice things that, like, I would never catch. Mm-hmm. Like what? Oh, I have some things, actually. So, I think you think more critically about those things. I have some things about this one episode. But what? what? Like, what? what's an example that you can think of? How? Of you noticing tiny details? Yeah. Dude, you literally just went and looked through every single person that was at that funeral. You looked at all the cast bios for Carrie the Musical and then checked where the inconsistencies were. <laughs> um, I have some stuff about this episode too, bro. You do? Yeah. Charles Smith's report card. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. You didn't. Oh, I sure did. I took screenshots. Okay, fantastic. Okay, good. Okay, so we're in the interviews. Jughead's talking about his footage, with which for some reason is from a video camera from the 90s. Like, literally with the little, like, eye thing, too. You know? Like, the oh, yeah. thing that, like, comes up and is... <laughs> like, no LCD screen. It reminds me of a periscope, but it's, like, the other, like, 
opposite of Periscope. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway. Ethel's the one who did the letters. Okay, this was part of our theory, yes? This was, yeah, I thought... We got around to that. That they that they were separate. That the actual killing yeah. and the letters were separate. We thought of that, yes. yes. Um, okay. Still doesn't explain the sandbag because Ethel was there. Well, the, the sand... Was the sandbag Ethel, though? Well, the sandbag was mentioned in the letters, but but my theory was that um, the sandbag was an actual accident, and then Ethel, since she was there and saw it, she decided to run with it and do the letters. Yeah, that sounds more plausible to me now with this context. Yeah. Then we talked to Moose, and he talks about how the last thing he said to her was just something stupid and dumb. And I'm like, are you okay? And also... <sighs> Are you lying? I'm glad that Reggie's being a friend to him. Yeah, Reggie knows when to show up. Yeah. I mean, Reggie, much like Cheryl, his personality changes episode to episode. Mm-hmm. But I like when Reggie is like a supportive friend. Yeah. Um, and then Archie's talking about how he thinks the black hood is wrong. And Keller's being like, no, Svensson, blah, he was wearing a black hood. And of course, at this point in the episode, I'm just like, we know you're the black hood, Keller. <laughs> okay, but at the same time. Has no one really noticed how friggin' weird it is that teenagers are helping this grown-ass man solve crimes? Mm, I don't have any points, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, modern-day police would not let you in on the investigative process. Oh, no, ma'am. And I know Riverdale's supposed to be a small town with, you know, inexplicably two high schools but one restaurant. Uh Uh-huh. But... Oh, no. Well, no, yeah. One restaurant. And an auditorium with dressing rooms for each member of the cast. Yeah. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And snow when there was no snow. Yeah. I, I also noticed I don't know. that the Kellers had their Christmas lights up. Which is so weird because I, I was sure they shot this closer to like March, but whatever. Yeah. They just lazy. Wow. We got so off track because I was just so busy focusing on the weather. Mm. What the hell were we talking about? We were talking about how Archie thinks the Black Hood is wrong and that we thought Keller was the Black Hood and so Keller was... Was say, trying to save his own butt. Yeah, it turns out Keller's just, like, bad at his job. Yeah. Womp. Which sucks, but, like, how bad at your job can you be? Yeah. Seriously, we're doing his job for him. We're just, like, check the security cameras, Tom. Like, there's a serial killer on the loose, and no one thought to call in, like, federal authorities? <sighs> uh, yeah, so, like, Cheryl is being like, hey, by the way, i just like to publicly say that Keller sucks. And I'm like, is this the place, though? You know what? To me, it actually did feel like the place. Yeah? Funerals are where emotions are heightened. Like, that was just a simmering pot of of grief and anger there. So it makes perfect sense that she would do that. Oh, it makes sense. But, like, you know, if I was Midge's family, I mean, I guess her mom agrees. But... Yeah, her mom was totally on her side. But if I was Midge's family, I'd be like, this isn't really a time for politics. This is a time for remembering our family member. I don't know. I, I think... I think it goes either way. You know what, though? At, at any given time, it's always the time for Cheryl's drama. <laughs> True. She's talking about how they need revenge. Then we get Midge's mom, who is the most badass MILF this episode, or... Um, nice try. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. And so she slaps Keller in the face, and I'm like, do we need to resort to violence? No. I really don't like this trend, and it's very common. It's not really closely analyzed. And people often think it's like, oh, you're overthinking it. But it's like, no, it's not. Because women have to be told that it's not okay to hit men as much as men need to be told it's not okay to hit women. Don't hit each other. And it's a very common trope for women to slap men in the face. And I'm like, you need to not be physically abusing someone like that. Mm -hmm. Especially, one, at a funeral. And two, when... The blame for her child's murder should be on her child's murderer. Yes. 
not on this dude who was at his best and was at the play. Yeah, he was there. So, like, even though I still am not 100% sure he's not the Black Hood, like, I, I, yeah. I, I need to be, like, convinced of this. He did not deserve to be slapped in the well, face. Well, that's my thing is also that just, like, he was there at the location. And how was he to know exactly when it was going to happen and where? You know? He was there. And so he was, like, trying his best and probably patrolling. And she was like, you were supposed to protect our kids. And I'm like, how is he supposed to protect anyone if his son doesn't tell him that anyone's leaving threatening notes? Well, I assume that's why he was back there is that Kevin told him. No, didn't they establish that Keller had no idea that notes were being left? Oh, true. So why was he back there? Because he's a blackhead. Or because he went to go see, like, Kevin to wish him good luck. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, not good luck. Um, Break a leg. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I don't actually like the phrase break a leg. I use I use good luck and I don't care. But that's bad luck. Yeah, I don't care. Isn't that like isn't that like a theater curse? I don't have a problem with it. Okay. When people say break a leg to me, I feel like they're trying to talk theater speak to me and I'm like, uh. <laughs> Do you understand that half your vocabulary is theater speak? Like what? Robin, you spent all of last episode speaking half theater speak in order to explain the episode. Yeah, that's just because I was talking about theater. I don't know if that's my whole vocabulary though. Yeah, but they're saying theater speak to you in a theater. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't like it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. This isn't about me. What? What? Something isn't about you? Oh, I know. Yeah. I am uncomfortable on, when we are not about me. I am feel uncomfortable when we are not yeah. about me. Anyway, after she gets, or he gets slapped, Kevin runs over and he's like, Dad, are you okay? And I'm like, I support your family. Aww. God bless Kevin. Yeah. He's a good son. He has a good dad and he's a good son. Unlike yeah. another protagonist that we know. <sighs> um, the next thing that happens in this storyline is just that uh, Hermione comes to Cheryl's house and they have tea and talk about how Cheryl should write an editorial in the paper. It is so like a lodge to capitalize off of the death of an innocent girl. Oh, fully. Oh, yeah. Like even later, yeah. they're just like, um, what did they say? With, with a crisis comes opportunity. Yeah. Ew. These people aren't redeemable. You're gross people. They're not redeemable. I, like, especially after this episode, if Hiram died, I would be friggin' thrilled. Yeah, I would not be upset if Hiram died. I always get upset when their plot lines come about because they're my least favorite plot lines. Yeah. Oh. Maybe because <sighs> they partially involve Archie, but don't ask me things. True. Yeah. Uh, so Kevin comes up and is really pissed at Cheryl. And she's talking about how his dad is incompetent and that he needs to step down. I guess they're not friends right now. I guess not. He's like, I shouldn't have cast you in the first place. Um, so now Kevin and Keller are together and he's like, dad, don't be sad. Don't cry. Like you've tried. It. And he's like, maybe, you know, I really wanted this case to be closed. So maybe I did cut corners and maybe I didn't have enough evidence. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. What do you think about that? Um, what do you think? I think when I first watched it, I was like, yeah, idiot, you didn't. But on, like, just on second watch when I was watching, I was like, you know what? If you put yourself in Keller's shoes, that's an entirely understandable instinct. That's how I feel. Yes. You know, you just like, you put it in words. I'm not sure, you know, of course, a good cop would want to look further. But the reality is that that's, I get it. And this isn't what he you was know? trained for. No. Because he's not a detective. No, no, he's not. He's a, uh, he's just the... Sheriff. Yeah, he's the, he's supposed to be the brawn. Yeah. So, you know, I get wanting to believe that this serial murderer was caught because, you know, to Keller, 
all of the evidence pointed towards Svensson because the rest of the evidence was taken by Betty and burned. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I, it's, it's a stretch to say Keller defense squad, but low key Keller defense squad. Like, if I think about it from Keller's perspective, he is so overwhelmed from all of this stuff because he's like, I don't know mm-hmm. how to do this. And once it was like, oh, Svensson was the Black Hood, he was like, oh, well, thank goodness, because I, I didn't know what to do. And maybe somebody who was a detective was just like, mm, I don't know. And that's, that's a, that, I do have a bit of a problem with that because it, a detective might be like, mm, I don't know, immediately and start looking into it. But Keller was like, oh, good, it's over. Okay, great, because I, I don't really know what I'm doing. And then just continued on. And that'd be fine, except for Archie and Jughead both were just like, hey, I don't know if this is over. And Keller just kind of ignored them. Yeah, that and, like, literally we're talking, like, ourselves back into a circle. But yeah. on top of that, Keller is the sheriff of a town who allowed mayoral corruption, mm. unlawfully jailed the ghoulies. Where'd they go? True. Um... Closed down Southside High and forced arrested kids and is an adulterer mm-hmm. and and allows the Sisters of Quiet Mercy to keep operating. It, do we know that he knows about that? The whole town knows about the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Okay, 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 okay. So then there's a car vandal and it says Sheriff Killer. Um, and I Ooh, think I was right tons. about that. Yeah, great portmanteau. But but I think I was right about that, that they just think that, like, he's so bad at his job that he's the one who's killing them, which just isn't the truth. Oh, no. Like you said, the only person who's guilty is the actual murderer. Yeah, I think we need to put responsibility on the people actually doing the killing. Yeah. I say people because I believe that I'm back to my correct theory. Of it being multiple people. That it's multiple people. Um, so once Kevin comes home again, Keller is stepping down because the deputy mayor told him to. And he's saying that if Fred wins, maybe he'll have a chance to, like, at least be, like, maybe the second to the new person or whatever. But if Hermione wins, he's he doesn't know what he's going to do next. Do we know why Hermione would not be down with Sheriff Keller, considering he allowed Sierra's corruption the entire time? Well, Hermione's the one who was just like, I was going to write an editorial because I agree. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But Cheryl, you should do it instead. And I also think that she she's like taking the opportunity. Like, even if she is friends with Keller, she's just like, everyone here is mad at you, Keller. So, so am I. And vote for me. Yeah. Like kicking a horse when it's down. Yeah. Okay. And so Kevin's saying, well, listen, dad, then I will fight for Fred to win. And you're like, you're a good son. And he's like, someone better will come. And you know what? Maybe that's that's better for the town. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you. And I hope that you continue to be like part of the law enforcement. But maybe not the guy in charge. Yeah. It's a lot of response. The thing is, why is that? Why is he the only cop? Where the hell are the other cops? Well, all he has is deputies. Like that's the people we've seen a couple times. But that's it. Yeah. Those should be more established characters. Like, Keller should have more of an actual police force. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's just Keller, and he's the only one who shows up for stuff. And keeps track of murderers. Yeah. Yeah, like, another thing is that, like, he's working really hard on it. Like, he has that whole thing in his house. Yeah. Like, that whole big map. Like, he's trying to figure it out. He's just, he doesn't know. Like, this isn't what he he signed up for. And he also can't put all of the pieces together because teenagers keep withholding information from him. Riverdale. Not your average town. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry, but we're going to have to talk about Archie and Veronica now. No! Yeah. So... Well, you just talk and I'll just zone out and not pay attention. Sounds good. Just let me know when you have something to say. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So Veronica's saying, Archie, I need you to chill and be sane because I'm not out here needing no red circle. Um, Sounds unrealistic. <laughs> and she's like, I really can't have anything bad happen to you. Foreshadowing. Hmm. And so Archie says, like, Fred's next, Moose is next, Betty, Archie, Veronica, everyone's next. I love how he's just like, except not Jughead, because he's in the moral right. We've talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, it's interesting that he really believes that Betty is is part of it, um, whereas later Betty says, he doesn't want me. He doesn't have any interest in me. Well, yeah, you think Archie, as someone who helped Betty out with the Black Hood, would know that Betty is, like, the Black Hood's pet. Yeah. So Archie's walking around and we have like these dudes in like hoods or whatever. Um, shout out to Archie in black. Can't stand the guy, but he looks great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. KJ looks great in a black suit. Yeah. I Very agree. stylish. Yeah. Archie goes and talks to Fred and he's like, Dad, you should leave town. And Fred's like, I think that you're confusing who the parent is. And I'm like, yeah, probably. And he's also like, I'm running for mayor, you moron. It's not like I'm like, I'm scared, so I'm going to leave. I mean, no one's going to vote for you. Listen, critical thinking is not Archie's strong True. And so he's like, well, they put a deputy outside. And Archie has a great point, honestly, where he's just like, literally Midge got murdered in front of a billion people. You think one deputy outside? Like, if I was that deputy, I'd be like, if I was that deputy, I would be crying. I'd be like, I don't want to be here. Someone's going to come kill me. Pass. But that's probably why you and I podcast about television shows and are not in law enforcement. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they're, the lodges are talking about crisis and opportunity and Hermione's going to go door to door and they're like, oh, Veronica, you're friends with Cheryl. Would you like to manipulate her? And she's like, no. Well, thank God. I mean, don't you think Cheryl's been thrown off? Yes, yeah, seriously. Jesus. At least she's not really manipulating Cheryl into that much. Like it's something that Cheryl already wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so Archie goes to Svensson's and he's just like walking around and stuff and he gets heckin' taken in as a hostage because he's incapable of most things. How is it that Archie can beat Chuck at wrestling <laughs> and Reggie at, at arm wrestling, but get- And some ice with his fists. Yeah, and like literally break ice with his fists instead of his feet like a moron, <laughs> but is easily kidnapped. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm supposed to believe superhuman things about Archie, or am I not? Yeah. He's like the the main guy. He's what's his called? Yeah. What's his name? Um, Lionheart. Something Lionheart. What? Wait for it. Hold up. We talked about this. Two hundred one. Okay. You you vastly overestimate my memory's capacity. Hold up. Archie Comics superheroes. Oh, I remember now. His name. Dang it! What was his name? Isn't it like black something or night something or... No, it had... I think it had the word Lionheart in it. Hold up. This is important to me. Let me just go back in my notes because I can't heck and find it. Ow! Ow. My iPad just fell on me. Episode 111. We don't need that. Ooh. 201. <laughs> 201. A kiss before dying. Archie in hospital is E. Pure heart. Pure heart the powerful. Just kill me. <laughs> Pure heart the powerful. That doesn't describe current day Archie Andrews at all. No, I can't relate. Remember when Archie was halfway okay for one episode? Oh, which episode was that? Last episode. Was, um, yeah, okay. And 201. 201. Yeah. And last episode, just because he was finally nice to his dad. Yeah. Um, so they've recruited Cheryl, and so finally, the, the adults are drinking wine, and Veronica's just drinking water. Finally. <laughs> 
I mean, is this symbolism? Maybe. I don't uh, know. Yeah, I think I think it's it definitely says something about their comfort levels. Yeah. But also I'm just like, good, she shouldn't be drinking that. She's a baby. Then she gets a call from Archie and she's like, Archie, sup. And Nick's like, V, sup, is me. I have your boyfriend as a hostage. And he's like, yo, V, how about that $1 million ransom, huh? Also, I'm going to have a limp forever. I'm pissed. <laughs> That's the full transcript. You know what I really like about like the mustache twirlingness of Nick St. Clair? Yeah. Tell me. He's exactly so many men that I've met. Mm. He is he he is so many men, men who believe that they are victims after they've done something horrible. Yeah. You know, like that swimmer who raped that girl and then everyone was like, oh, well, you know, he's a star swimmer. He could have been an Olympic athlete. His career's ruined. It was like, what? you ruined Brock, someone's life. Brock Turner. Is that who his name Yes. Was? Yeah. That um, Brock Turner and Nick St. Clair are the same person. Yo. So, like, so they're like, he seems unrealistic and he seems mustache twirling, but he's not. He is the attitude of a lot of men. So they're like, oh, I don't know. I don't think. No, we're not going to pay that. Mm. <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, pass. I don't really care that much about him. And Veronica. So the lodges expect loyalty, but don't give loyalty. Exactly. And so she's like, okay, well, I guess I'll call the police. And he's like, no, that's going to reveal our shady business. And Veronica's like, literally, what can I do then? Just let my boyfriend die? Like, what What are they hoping to happen then? I think they fully were just like, okay, well, nice knowing you, Archie. And so, yeah, they're like, yeah, Archie's not blood. You know, he's not my son. Womp. Whatever. That's just how it is. Um. How do you feel about this? I'm just like, what? You t- uh, Okay, so Hiram does a heckin' blood pact with Archie. And the first time Archie's like, I don't know. He's like, you made a heckin' blood pact, you piece of crap. Get back in here. And Archie's mm-hmm. like, okay, fair. And as soon as he's like, help, Hiram, I need your help. Hiram's like, ah, hey, we <laughs> have a blood pact. Eh. That blood pact only really went one way. I had my fingers crossed behind my back, so that means no that it doesn't it doesn't matter. It means that it's null and void. Yeah. So like if you were gonna sort Hiram into a Hogwarts house, you actually couldn't because even though he does display typically Slytherin characteristics, mm-hmm. it, I, he's literally too garbage to be Slytherin. Yeah. Like to me, Hiram is like a squib. Cause like Hufflepuff has loyalty, like is like the yep. huge thing. But like Slytherin, we are ride or die people. Slytherin is also like loyalty, loyalty is also a big thing to Slytherin. Loyalty is a big deal to Slytherin, but Slytherin are not loyal to an idea or a cause. They are loyal to a person. Exactly. So like I would ca- characterize like Abby Griffin on the hundred as a Slytherin because she mm-hmm. has loyalty to her profession. But she puts her daughter above all. Right. Or at, and so... And who else would be Slytherin on this show? On this show? Yeah. Um, Maybe Alice? Maybe Alice. Yeah. Where's Veronica? Oh, I think Ronnie's a classic Gryffindor. Okay, yeah, I feel that now. Yeah. Archie is a... I would say Alice is a good... Alice and FP... Archie is a textbook Gryffindor. Alice and FP are both Slytherins, I believe. Yeah, but like soft Slytherins. Yeah. So I think they're Slytherins with Glyf- Gryffindor or Hufflepuff secondaries. Mm. Yeah, because I'm a Slytherin with a Ravenclaw secondary. And I'm a Hufflepuff with a Slytherin secondary. 
Ayy. So they're like, this is just gonna make us look vulnerable and Veronica's gonna be next, so we might as well just let Archie die. Womp, who cares? I mean, I get it from a parent's point of view. It's just a garbage point of view. And so Archie's like, hi, I'm a hostage, but also there's a killer on the loose and he's coming for my dad. So can you let me go? Because that's like the main thing that I'm worried about right now. And he's just got like bangs in his face. And I'm like, okay, it's a look. Okay, And so then Heck and Nick is going on this rant about how his dad's going to disown him and that he doesn't have the guts to be in the family business. Have you ever heard the phrase make my bones before? Yes. Really? Because I have not. And every time they say it, I was like, is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Will you explain it, please? Make your bones? Yeah. Just means prove yourself. Just say prove yourself. Make your bones is weird. <laughs> well, it's like like slang, basically. Yeah. So then they start wailing on him. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> um, uh, she goes and finds the money in the safe because it's always her birthday. And it's funny that Hiram's just like, oh, no, Veronica, you can't have any money. But also the safe is very obviously the same uh, combination as it always is. I mean... You suck, Hiram. That's what I have to say about this, is you suck, Hiram. And she's like, oh, no, it's not enough, but, like, whatever. It's just going to have to be, like, I don't have anything else, so this is what it's going to have to be. And so she's going to meet Nick at Pops. She's such a smart little cookie, though. Mm. I love that she was like, you know what? Nick is desperate enough that he would probably take the bare minimum. Yeah. She just didn't count on him being really, really selfish, which she probably should have, considering, you know, what he does to people. True. And so she has the HL bag, which has seen many a money. Money, please. And I think it's ridiculous that she's like, okay, but I need proof. And he's like, here's a picture I could have taken an hour ago. He could be dead by now, but, uh, yep, here's your proof. You need a heckin' live feed, fam. I mean, do they not have, like, Snapchat? (laughs) The other guys in his, like, squad are, like, sending Snapchats with, like, Archie and the heckin' dog filter. (laughs) Oh my god, millennial hostage negotiations. Oh my god. I'm in love with it. So he's like, yeah, um, so this is not enough money? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, here's what you can do. You can wash dishes in the back, or you can uh, go on a date with me for the rest of the money and give me what I have been owed. Remember what I said about him being every man? Ooh, yikes. Like all Remember the things that? he was saying? I was just like, uh, 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 and then he said what I've been owed. And I was like, oh, this is very purposeful. Yeah, it's it's very much like, oh, okay, Th- Nick St. Clair just embodies rape culture. Yeah, like, like the uh, you know, through most of it, it was kind of just like, ah, uh, he's kind of garbage. And as soon as he said the word owed, I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah. Actually, this makes me feel better because it makes me like know for a fact that the writers are being like, hey, this guy's crap. Yeah. No, I think they're very aware. Which, like, you know, was obvious beforehand, but, like, especially now, I was like, stop bringing him back. Why is he so garbage? I no, do have he's, a question. What, what was the point? He's the mustache twirling fat boy. What was the point of this storyline? Like, narratively? <laughs> I've, th- I've been thinking about it, and I, I don't know. Girl, you just broke me a little bit. <laughs> like, um, what? why did this happen? Okay, no, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, thank you. Tell me, please. It was to demonstrate to Archie that his loyalty to Hiram is not reciprocated. And And it was to snap Ronnie out of 
her influence of her parents. Mm. Okay. Right? I guess, but, like, then, and yet, at the end, Archie's just like, Hiram, uh, even though I've done so many good things for you, clearly that wasn't enough, so I'm here to make some bones. Interesting. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. So Archie's still just like, okay, well, I forgive you. Clearly I haven't done enough. Archie, we get it. You have a giant crush on Hiram. Just say you <laughs> love him and go. Whatever. Get like, it. Go live Who with cares? your mom for a while. The part that really messed me up, though, in the scene that we're actually in, <laughs> is that uh, he was like, what I've been owed. And she was like, how do I know that you're, like, legit about this? And he's like, just take my word as a gentleman. <laughs> I oh, laughed what? out loud. Okay. I was like, "Oh." As a gentleman, huh? Okay. I like that gentleman now is kind of code for other things. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, you say, you say, the guy says, I'm a gentleman. I'm like, gentlemen don't say they are gentlemen. True. We've said that multiple times. It's like, if you have to say you're cool, you're not cool. Yeah. Which is why I, if you have to say you're weird, you're a weirdo. Maybe you're not. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I say I'm cool, it's because I am desperately uncool. Yeah. Yeah. And so Heckin, Nick goes back and he's like, Archie, do you like dirty movies? And it's like, are you <laughs> not allowed it. to say porn on TV or what? Okay. Okay. The juxtaposition of them not being allowed to say porn, <laughs> but the hundreds allowed to kill kids on screen. Mm-hmm. That, that one hour time difference in the uh, schedule really gives you a big uh, shift there. Oh, right. Because Riverdale starts at six and... <laughs> And heckin' the hundred starts at seven. Yeah, at least for me in in MST. Uh, yeah, Riverdale starts at five for me. That's so early. Yeah, but no, it's so convenient though because now it's like, yeah. oh, I got my. F- I love time shift so much. Like, I I just want to stand really quickly how West Coast stuff happens because I don't have to stay up to watch TV. I can just mm-hmm. watch TV and then go to bed. Yeah. Oh my god, I might be an old woman. Yeah. So weird to me that you're like, it starts at five, it ends at six. Good night. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were gonna. <laughs> but then you didn't. It's like, I don't even like going to movies late. Because it's like, if I'm in for the night, yeah. like, I will not leave the house after, like, 8 o'clock. Like, if oh. 8 o'clock hits, I'm like, okay, I'm good. I'm in. Yeah, 7.30 is about as late as a movie can start for me. Agreed. Yeah. Because I want to be home at a reasonable time. Because my downtime before I go to sleep is, like, key to my mental health. I'm not out here trying to drive home at 11 p.m. Or, like, 1 a.m. People who go to midnight. Uh-uh. I used to do that. that. I used to do that. Pass. Um, I actually went to um, multiple Harry Potter midnight screenings. Oh, yeah. I've done that. But that's for yep. the, that's in the name of Harry Potter. I went to that. I went to a Star Wars midnight screening. Um, I went to Inception midnight screening. That was wild. <laughs> actually... I went to an Inception midnight screening with Jillian when Jillian was about 14. Oh. And her mom was not happy that we went out late. Mm-hmm. And we're leaving and, like, we're ha- we had a great time. Like, we're ready to go. Jillian stands up, dumps her whole drink all over the movie theater, and then just books it. Like, on purpose? I don't, to this day, I don't know what happened there. It was like, it, it's like she looked at her cup and then tilted it and she was like, what happened? And I was like, what happened? <laughs> you just had a, an episode. Yeah. We ran. Cool. And that's, that's my story. That was Great. my useless story. Cool. Cool. So anyway, does Archie like porn? We don't know because he doesn't answer. 
Archie's too boring to like porn. <laughs> and so he's like, well, guess what? There's going to be a live sex tape right in front of your face. Ooh. Of my hotel room. And because I told Veronica that I would let you go after. And Archie's like, I'll kill you. And he's like, probs. That's why I'm going to kill you first. I'm going to kill you first. No, I'm going to kill you first. <laughs> no, I'm going to kill you first. So Veronica is getting ready and she notices Archie's locket. And you're like, ooh, that's going to come back. Oh, I for, I kind of like missed that, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Well, here I am. Thanks. You're welcome. So she gets to the hotel room. He has all of Veronica's favorites or whatever. And he's like, why are you in Riverdale? She's like, I like it here. And he's like, it's just a phase. And I'm wondering how the audio on Archie's laptop is so good. Like, are they wearing lav, lav mics or like what? Uh, oh, yeah. Good point. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they both got mic'd up. Yeah. I mean, like, I would not put it past Nick St. Clair to be mic'd up. But the thing is that it's just like, if you really think you're having sex with Veronica, she's going to be like taking off your clothes and you're, she's going to be like, why do you have a mic? Yeah. So, snaps. So she's like, let me just fix our drinks. And at that moment, I was just like, I know what's happening. I know Uh what's going to happen. I'm pleased. Okay. And so she's like, let's not talking about. You caught it. You caught it immediately. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Especially, especially when she handed it to him, handed it to him and he just downed it. I was like, I know what happened. Exactly. Uh, I saw that and I was like, oh, you smart cookie. Yeah. And so she's like, let's stop arguing about Archie. And he's like, okay. And so then, you know, Archie escapes the place pretty, yeah. pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. He didn't really have to work for that one. Yeah. And she's like, ew, Nick, you roofy girls. This is the part that messed me up. He goes, oh yeah, schoolboy mischief. That's in the past. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. first of all, let's unpack that. <laughs> schoolboy mischief. Thoughts? It's the equivalent of the locker room comment. Mm-hmm. I, I think we, I think we all know. Yeah. It just boys will be boys kind of bullshit. But here's my thing is that he says, yeah, yeah, that's in the past. So somehow he thinks that roofing people is better morally than coercing somebody by blackmailing them into having sex. Hmm? Yeah. Where's the logic, my friend? I don't think there is much logic no. here. No. And so he's like, do you want to dance? <laughs> like to no music, but okay. Like, you want to dance right off of the patio? Archie's running, and he gets in, and they're talking about her perfume or whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I don't really know what the point of that was. But she roofied him. Somehow, Archie knows exactly which room he's going into. <laughs> like, he, like, bursts through a room, and someone's like, may I help you? Yeah, oh, my God. I never thought about that. And she smuggled roofies in the locket. I love a legend. Where did she get them? Um... That is such a good question. I have a lot of good questions, but none of them ever get answered, really. Well, some of them do. Where did Ronnie get roofies? Reggie? Oh, yeah. Maybe? I mean, that's my best guess. Yeah, no, you're right. But also, Reggie, you piece of crap. Well, Reggie doesn't learn. Don't be giving people that. So then she makes a joke about a power drill, and um, and then they just keep him hostage instead. I like that turnaround, though. Yeah, I like that, too. And so Veronica grabs a million for that. And she's like, oh, Hiram's like, um, I was dealing with it. And she's like, literally, no, you weren't. You were literally yeah, just ignoring the problem. Weren't. You're garbage. No. And um, the opposite of dealing with it. She's like, well, you can go tell Archie. And Archie comes in and he's just like, or I guess Hiram goes in. And Archie's like, clearly I haven't proven myself enough to you. 
what can I do? Should I catch the Black Hood? And Hiram's like, yeah, I'll help. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, we're just going to ignore this or what? I mean, I guess. I don't know why you would ignore the fact that, like, this guy's daughter had to save you because he didn't care enough about you, but work. Okay. Uh, I don't get it. Cooper time? Yes. Yes. Okay. So Jughead thinks that Chick is, like, a copycat killer. Um, And Betty's like, he didn't even know Midge. And I'm like, true, but is no one going to talk about the fact that he... Like, are he and Hal in cahoots to be the Black Hood and kill Midge? Like, it's still going to mess me up that he, like, wasn't alarmed at all that Midge had died. I think he just, like, is borderline, like, psychopath and was enjoying it. Yeah, I think he definitely has issues. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about Svensson, and they, they're they in the mindset that Svensson was, like, working with the Black Hood and, like, cut off his own finger to, like, help the Black Hood. But we were always Disagree. under the impression that, like, mm-hmm. the uh, that Svensson was being coerced by the Black Hood. Yeah, no, I totally disagree. I think Svensson was being blackmailed. Why would- what? I think Svensson was totally innocent. Yeah, like, why would he do it? Yeah, it makes no sense. No. So, like, basically, like, it's not Svensson. Um, no. And then he talks about how Chick was the one who- So, I guess Chick was the one who killed the dude? Yeah, I, I kind of thought it was Alice. Yeah, I just wonder... I guess I guess I'm glad that it wasn't. Yeah, I just wonder, like, if it was always going to be Chick, why they didn't just say that? Like, it seemed like they were specifically not saying who it was because it was going to be a reveal that it was Alice, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. I also think maybe they weren't sure who they mm. were going to have it be. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess Chick is the one who killed him, and he has a violent past, which is true. What... Keller comes over and he's like, hey, I've talked to everybody except for Chick, so, like, sup. And Hal's like, oh, he doesn't live here, but we'll bring him to you tomorrow. And he's like, chill. And I'm like, Hal, you shouldn't live there either. Bye. True. And he's like, cool. Okay, bye, guys. Like, at least Keller's not being like, okay, I'll just ignore everything. Like, he's trying. Oh, yeah. No, he's doing He's like, hey, I have, I'd like to talk to this person. I don't really know how to interrogate people, but I'm doing my best. And they're like, ugh, Hal, what's your issue? What's your beef, Hal? <laughs> Hal, what is your damage? And Hal's like, what? What's the problem? And they're like, oh, never mind. Oh, I mean, but like tag yourself. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, maybe Chick should leave town. And Alice is like, no, that's super suspicious. So I'll just coach him myself. And then I get it. Betty and Jughead are like, Chick and Svensson like knew each other because they were both with the sisters at some point. So maybe they were at co- they were in cahoots. So let's go talk to the sisters. Say cahoots again. Cahoots. Thank you. And so they go and see Heckin' Sister Woodhouse. And they're talking about Charles and Svensson. And she's like, cool, do you have a court order? And Betty's like, hard no, but I do have blackmail material. And once again, this is Betty being kind of garbagey and being like, let me blackmail you instead of uh, reporting to the authorities, which is what I should be doing to save all these people. I'm so, I'm so mad at this. This is very Slytherin. I'm genuinely so mad at this. I don't usually think about Betty as a Slytherin, but this is very Slytherin. It's so messed up that she knows that there are people in there that are going through conversion therapy, that are being forced to give up children, Mm -hmm. and she only uses that knowledge when it's useful to her. Literally three of her family members went through this garbage, and she's still just like, eh, the rest of it's not my family. Who cares? Like, where's Cheryl at? Cheryl, burn it down. True. Yeah, Cheryl's good at that arson. 
Um, Cheryl has a lot of talents. So they're talking about how it was nine years ago and there seems to be like a two year overlap where they would have been here together. Um, Okay. Report card time. (laughs) So I took some screenshots. Hold please. Robin, you are an out of control person. I don't think so. I think I'm just doing my duty to the pod, but. Okay. A lot of it's like pretty small, but there's things like homework and duties, written work, test results, participation in class, use of time, attention in class, conduct. You can't really see what the like smaller things are about that, but he got a C plus in whatever uh, subject that was. And then in his other report card, it's English and it has the same sort of thing. He got a B minus in English. Mm-hmm. Just turns the page again. Behavioral report. Here's the big one. All right. Behavioral report. So here's, there's a bunch of names on the top here just saying like who he was, who consulted this, like who placed him and, um, and stuff like that. Notes submitted by, doesn't say. Accidents. During the year, there have been two accounts where Charles Smith has, without provocation, ran off the grounds. This is the third attempt at running away from the grounds. It was made, it was made the subject of an inquiry by the warden of the grounds and Sister Margaret. In the documents, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy Psychiatry is not attempting to change any peculiarities with the scripture, but rather leaving it to the pastor in hopes that the simple counsel may help Charles. Isolation of Charles Smith from other students. Oh, that's a typo. <laughs> form form other students seems to have curbed his desire to run away. Although he seems to want to inclusive. So that's not right grammar. Um, no. Charles will be watched for six weeks and any incidences should and will be reported immediately and added in his file for review with the pastor and the psychiatry medical team. It's starting to get blurrier. I have also printed out that Charles is proving to be more and more difficult and Charles has never shown any signs of violence, violation before. Charles is a good student who, uh, something and this behavior is unusual. Something, something, something. Reports should be sent to the superintendent. And then there's another paragraph, but it's, it's illegible. And then there's also a prayer report, this, which is what the um, the photos are are paper clipped to, mm-hmm. and it's signed by Sister Woodhouse. But yeah, the pictures are on top of it, so I can't I can't see anything. So it sounds like he didn't start acting out until he met Chick. Well, Chick said that he met him on the streets, so I don't think Chick actually went to the sisters. Oh, okay. So yeah, but they went there to look at the overlap. Yeah, Charles went to the sisters, but Chick didn't. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, prayer report, photos, Woodhouse never forgets a child or whatever. And I'm like, first of all, you never forget a child that you've tortured or whatever. Or abused, at least. Yeah, wow, what a classy woman. And it also kind of reminded me of Ollivander. Because he remembers every wand he's ever sold. Oh, my God. And how there's a family resemblance. And I'm like, I guess... I mean, does that look like Alice and FP's kid? It looks like Alice. Yeah. So, yeah, Chick's at their house, but he's not Charles. And they're like, here's the real pick. And heckin' Chick is like, I know what's going on here. Betty's just trying to sabotage me. She's always doing that. And then he sees the knife and he cuts Alice. It's weird to me that she gets cut and it seems to be, like, really bad. Like, there's an actual blood splatter, but that's never brought up again in the episode. Yeah, like, it's bandaged miraculously, and you're like, is Alice okay? Would like but to know. But you don't know. Yeah. And he's, like, literally attacking Jughead with an actual knife. Yeah. Okay? 
And so then Betty knocks him out. This is a terrible fight scene. <laughs> yeah, it's um It's very clunky. Yeah, the the choreography is interesting. Yeah. So once he wakes up, he calls Alice mom again and they're like, "Uh-uh. Shut the heck up. We we want some answers." She's not your mom. And so like, what's your even real name? And they're like, "They sent us up to to your actual apartment, so you must have known him or something." And he's like, "Listen, I never said my name was Charles. I said my name was Chick." Which is true. He said, "It's Chick, but you wouldn't know that." I'm pretty sure is what he said. Yeah. When they went to see him. So, fair. Which is like Beautifully manipulative. Yep. Totally. He's like, I didn't lie, what? And he technically didn't. And Alice probably said, call me mom. And so now he's called her mom. Like, yep. he probably never called her mom before. I don't know, you know? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I met him on the streets. And he talked about you guys. And one day he, like, knocked. And she, sl- and she slammed the door in his face. And he OD'd on Jingle Jangle. Also, like, ugh. This is such like a serious scene. And then he goes, he OD'd on Jingle Jangle. And I was like, oh, you ruined it. You're like, you you had you had to say it, didn't you? So Alice cry. I think this is so unfair because like anyone who comes to the, your door, you're suspicious of. Yeah, no one comes you to my know? house without texting me. I'm not going to answer the door unless I know you're coming. Exactly. No. So like, I get Alice in this moment. Yeah. So she but cry. I also just want to protect her. And she's like, that was season one, mate. This is yeah. season two, me. Season two, Alice, I would die for. She's like, it's my fault that my son is dead. No. 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 And she's like. It's not. And she says the phrase biblical punishment. Whoa. No. No. And she's like, listen, Chick is the only person who's guilty of this. And then Alice leaves because she's going to go talk to somebody important. Yeah. I love that in that moment, Alice just like snapped and she was like, it's time. Yeah. Like, this is it. Now I know what's really happened. I need to go find FP. Also, are we still just ignoring that time when they, like, potentially slept together? They still haven't kissed on screen. Do you know how much it pains me that they haven't kissed on screen? A lot. And me too. It haunts me. Why have they not kissed on screen? If they're like, we had a kid together, but they haven't kissed on screen, um, I'm offended. Why have they not kissed on screen, Robin? I don't know. I'm pissed. Why won't they... Why won't they give us this? I don't know. I hope they do by the end of the season. Jeez. I want these things. I want nice things for us. And Betty's like, what do I do if dad comes home? And she's like, I got other things to deal with. So she goes to FP's house. She's, I love how Betty brings up Hal. And she's like, bye. <laughs> and Alice, Alice is like, yeah, but I'm going to the person that I actually yeah. love. And so she's like, hey, listen, we had a son and he's dead now and it's my fault. And she cried. <sighs> And she's like, remember how it was in high school? I'm like, I don't. How was it? Tell me. Yeah. Tell us what happened in high school. And FP's like, wait, 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 wait. Chick? And she's like, no, what? Oh, I did not explain that Chick is not his, my son. <laughs> yeah, but you know the relief that he must have felt that Chick is not his child. Also, it's so funny that they like did the DNA test and Betty's like, hey, you're not my, you're, you're not my, you don't have blossom blood. And he's like, oh. Yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird that I don't have that. That's just, like, so bizarre. It's weird that they're, like, <laughs> Alice is, like, oh, yeah, it's probably just me then. Didn't even, like, check. Okay, do you think Alice knew the whole time? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Oh, you think that she really would be, like, okay, well, at least I have a son. Doesn't have to be mine, though. No, do you think Alice knew the whole time that it was FPs? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. 
Or, oh, you think that maybe like she saw the photo and she was like, that looks like FP. Well, I'm just not sure because she she didn't tell she told Hal that the baby wasn't his, but she didn't tell him that like who whose it was. It's FP's. I think that as soon as it was like she was told like it could be Hal's, and then once the DNA evidence came, she was like, okay. And then like I don't think Alice was like that crazy promiscuous. No. So she's probably like, it could be two dudes. And if it's not Hal, then it's FP. Yeah, you're right. But also, I messed up by Betty being like, oh my God, do you think Chick could be FPs? And Alice was like, what? (laughs) Alice was like, no, no. What? No. Like, I feel like, and she hasn't told Betty. So Betty's going to, she's going to be like, oh, by the way, Charles was FPs. And Betty's going to be like, girl, you lied. You told me it wasn't. I think that's so funny. (laughs) And so she's like, yeah, I'm responsible for it. And it's very sad. It's a great scene, though. Oh, my God. How much did you scream? I don't think I screamed. I just, like, wasn't breathing. So I was, like, the opposite of scream. Like, this is the thing that we were waiting for all season. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. We called it. Yeah, we knew it. That's for us. Like, we knew it. We're really smart. We knew it. We called it. That (laughs) hug, too. Oh, my goodness. Dude, we we willed this into existence. Like, FP just found out that he had a son with, like, low-key, like, a woman that he's been in love with for ages. That son died, and his first instinct was to comfort her. AU where Charles didn't die, please. I think Charles is alive. You you do? Oh, of course. (gasps) I fully believe Charles is alive. I hope so. He has to be. Ooh. Are they going to use, like, that kid? Or, like, are they going to use a different kid? Like, what? No, I'm sure... I mean, like, he's grown up now. They'll have to use a different kid, yeah. Tommy? <laughs> How are they going to use butt. that kid when he's all grown up? I don't know. Maybe he has a brother. Oh, my God. Just use him. I have a complaint. Okay. Why? Like, phones do not work this way, Betty. Oh, my God. She has her ringtone... But I guess that's only a ringtone when she gets calls from the Black Hood. But the Black Hood blocks his number. So does she only get calls from unknown numbers with that ringtone? I mean, I guess. And the first time that she got a phone call with that ringtone was 205. And she was like, oh, that's weird. And picked up the phone. So like she didn't set that to happen. I just assumed that was her ringtone for everything. Yeah, I was going to so say, why? I think it's fair to assume that it's actually her ringtone for everything. But then when when she hears it, she's just like, oh. I'm like, what? No one calls you? God damn it. <laughs> I, that's my complaint. Thank you for coming. This is infuriating. Yeah. This is infuriating. Thank you, I'm like, thank you, you for know coming. What? Like, you're absolutely right. Like, how, what else are we supposed to infer from any of this? Yeah. Although, I would like to give a special shout out to Lily, especially for the second like the back half of this episode. Mm-hmm. She was really, she's really good. Oh yeah. She's, a, she and Machen, I think are the strongest actors. She does horrified really well. Mm-hmm. And I can feel it in my soul. But yeah, that she, she does something with her, her lip. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Um, And so they're talking about on the phone, basically the black hood is literally admitting to killing Midge and Svensson to her. And she starts taking notes, which is smart. And they're saying, oh, you let chicken and, you know, he was from a den of sinners and he killed somebody in your living room. 
and he has murdered before. If this is Hal, like, Hal didn't, Hal wasn't supposed to know about this. Like, who knows? Who knows about this? Oh, I didn't think about that. But yeah, I'm just confused about how the Black Hood knows about stuff that Hal isn't supposed to know about. I mean, I'm, I I think we have to assume that Hal gets told things. I guess. Like, by, oh, by the rest of the, um, corporation that you think it is? Yeah. Mm. And so Jughead comes in and she's like, oh yeah, I was just talking to my dad. And I'm like, maybe you were. (laughs) Maybe you were. Maybe you were. And she's like, I think we should go back to his apartment. And Jughead's like, cool, let's go. So they go and they're like, hi, we are going to take a single on the second floor because we're so in love right now. And she's like, okay. I noticed that the sign said, no dogs, no dogs, but cats are okay. (laughs) Why are you no let have puppies? I know, puppies better. Yeah, no. (laughs) I gotcha, I gotcha. No, kitties better. Actually, no one's better. Puppies and kitties are both magical things. So they're like up there and the lights are flickering and I'm like, someone call the landlord. This is bad. I don't think the landlord cares. And they start, I'm, you, true. So they find the place where he used to live and they go directly across and they're like, knock, knock, hello. And he's like, leave. And they're like, chill. So then they go next door and they're like, knock, knock, hello. And she's like, hi. What's up? Sup? And she's saying that Charles was the nice one. And he would always, like, carry her groceries in, R.I.P. How does she know he died? Like, she knows about, like, the blood and stuff, but, like, wouldn't she just say, like, there's only one left? But, like, how does she know for sure? My thing is, like, you notice that someone's missing. There's bloody stuff, like, in, like, a dumpster. You Mm -hmm. don't call the police? True. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I understand that they live in a relatively rough area, but if a murder happens in your building, I feel like you'd kind of want to do something about it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'd rather not live next to a murderer. Yeah. Just my thing. I don't know. So she's like, yeah, they fought all the time, and then there was only one left, and it was the bad one. And I saw bloody sheets and pillows. And so they're like, cool. So they're going to go back, and they're like, chick murdered him for shizzle. Guess who just got murdered? <laughs> cool motive, still murder. Cool motive, still murder. So he's like, Yeah, your brother was a heckin' junkie. And he's like, You won't kill me because I'm gonna rat about the shady guy. And I'm like, We already established his name is Dwayne. Have some respect for Dwayne. What? Have some respect for Dwayne. Stop calling him the shady man. Oh, I forgot we Hello. named him Dwayne. No, that's his name. What? I thought we named him that. No, that's his name on the show. They called him that. His name is Dwayne. Oh, R.I.P. Dwayne. <laughs> so like stop calling him Dwayne when we've already like literally called him Dwayne they're like oh the shady man and I'm like his name's Dwayne he's dead and he drove me here talk about like call him call him Dwayne and he's like the Rock Johnson you'll never know if I'm telling the truth or not S- snaps for heart too he does great in this scene oh he's so with good with this blood running down his face oh. he's so good he is eerily he great. good so good. Like, Very pleased. Tr- truly an absolutely incredible actor. Yeah. And so the Black Hood calls again. And she's like, I'm not going to give him up. And he's like, maybe you should. And she's like, ah, maybe I should. Okay. <laughs> so, like, if this is Hal, Hal's calling Betty. Yeah. Somehow knows what's going on. Hasn't noticed yeah. that his wife has run to FP. Or maybe he has. I don't know. Like, is that going to put FP in danger? Oh, no. Save him. Because if the Black Hood basically knows all, he has to know that something's going on with Alice and FP. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just things to Hmm. think about. 
So FP comes in and he stops Jughead. This is a great moment. I love. Yeah. It really feels like genuine. Like yeah. when you grab somebody and you're acting, you have to make sure that you're not hurting them. Mm-hmm. And, but still making it realistic too. And the way that he grabs Jughead is like, feels like maybe they kind of like dropped the ball on that one. And he probably did like yank him around a lot, but if not, whoa, that looked realistic as heck. Yeah. And I really like this moment because it gives the Coopers agency. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not always the Jones boys like barging in and solving their problems. Like FP standing there going, this is not our fight. We'll be there to back them up and deal with the fallout and make sure they don't get hurt. But these two women have their own agency and need to deal with it themselves. So good. I love that moment. It's it's so just, it's such a great reflection of like who FP has become and who Jughead has the potential to be. Yeah. Sigh. And so they're talking in the dinner area, dinner area, dining room about how, uh, how to get rid wow. of him. <laughs> I, I got there. And she's like, it's time to tell Hal. And it's like, Hal already knows if he's the black heck in hood. Yeah. So Hal's like... <laughs> and also, honestly, like, why is anything Hal's business? I know. And it's so funny because, like, if Hal is the Black Hood and he already knows about this stuff, and Alice is like, a dude died in our living room, Hal's like, what? I'm so angry. What? Huh? I did not know that. Murder? What? That sounds totally crazy and never would right. happen in this household. Right in front of his salad. Right in front of my salad? And so she's like, and I was in on it, heckin' my bad. Betty not involved at all. And Betty's like, um. And she's like, no, shut up, go to your room. Betty's like, I did not go through all that trauma. It's like, is it not obvious to both of you that she's like going the exact opposite direction as she's supposed to? I mean, I guess they just weren't paying attention. And so Betty has a gun and is escaping with Chick out the basement. And she's saying she got it from a predator. So she got it from Grundy. And I'm like, didn't Alice confiscate that? But Kay. Oh, yeah. In like literally season one. But okay. But I do appreciate that callback. Mm -hmm. Me too, because Grundy sucks. And so they go to the literal spookiest place, a cemetery. Sure. And it's like, oh, where's the place that'll scare him the most? Cemetery. Like who picked that? Betty or the Black Hood? Like, I cannot believe Betty being like, okay, I know you're a murderer, but like, let's meet in the cemetery. No, it was definitely the Black Hood slash Hal. And so she's like, okay, now that it's just us, did you kill my brother? And he's like, um, yeah. (laughs) I didn't mean to. And you know what? Thank God that the cemetery was conveniently misty that day or this really would have had a different vibe. What time of year is it? You know, know, you never quite know here in Vancouver. Mm Mm-hmm. So the Black Hood shows up, and she's like, yeah, he's not interested in me. I'm not worried about it. Um, But hey, I'm giving you a head start so you can go. And it just keeps going lower. And I'm like, ooh, I love a countdown. Yeah. Let's do it. I love a countdown. So could we talk about the fact that Betty in this moment demonstrated that she is actually the one in charge now? Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Betty Betty is the one who decides what the Black Black Hood does. Betty has power over the Black Hood. The Black mm-hmm. Hood answers to Betty. Yeah. That's insane. Betty is literally in charge of a serial killer. Also, we were talking about how we think that the Black Hood's, like, green eyes 
were like a misremembrance of Archie. But now that we've seen it and like specifically with the green eyes, like I, they're so green. I think they're contacts. That's yes. what I think. Yeah, I also think they're contacts. I think Archie has an unreliable memory and they're contacts because Hal doesn't have those eyes, yes? Mm-mm. But my weird thing okay, is yeah. that it's just like, would Betty not be like, oh, that's my dad? Like, I have problems with it being like, like, even if my dad was standing far away, I would know it's my dad. I, you know, I'm 23 years old. I've known that man for my entire life. I would mm-hmm. know it was my dad. I know what my yeah, dad's can, stature yeah. looks like. I could clock my mom from a mile away. Yeah. But so, she always sees them in the vague darkness and it was conveniently misty. Yeah. But also like, <laughs> he's like running away and everything. And it's just like, I've watched my dad play baseball so much. I know what my dad runs like. Um, yeah, the Black Hood's a weird runner. Yeah, it was goofy. <laughs> he, he was running and I was like, am I supposed to be laughing? It was pretty goofy. That was funny, actually. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, so she goes home and she says that she got rid of Chick. She took him to the bus station, which is a heckin' lie. And she's like, where's dad? And she's like, oh, he went looking for you. And so, sure you know, did. they're saying, oh, it's Hal. Do you think it's Hal? I think that might be a red herring. But if it's not, I won't be upset about it. Okay. I think the Black Hood is going to come out of left freaking field. Like, the Black Hood could literally be their child, for all we know. Oh, boy. Yeah, they you can just go mean? straight out of nowhere. What if What if the Black Hood is Charles? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the I Black see, Hood could be saying. Charles. Yeah. Like, you don't, we don't know yet. Right. 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 So, it's segment time? Yeah, we actually did this one shorter than last time. Yeah, which is good because I have to edit it in a quick, in quick, quick, quickness. Wow, can relate. Quickality. So now it's time for segments. My first segment is called Asexual Jughead? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And the answer is guess always yes, I don't care. And my segment is which MILF was the most baddest in this episode? Obviously Alice. Yeah. Duh. Duh. And my, my second segment is did the snake parents acknowledge their obvious history? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full on, yeah. They had a babe. Remember how it was in high school, FP? Do you think that her getting pregnant and then going through the Sisters of Quiet Mercy is basically why she renounced the entire South Side and became Northside Alice? Oh, you think she was like a little brainwashed there? Yeah. Mm. Sure. Yeah. And now it's time for a Best Line Award. My Best Line Award goes to Jughead for- Shut the hell up, imposter. (laughs) (laughs) Who wrote that? What the heck? That's just how the teens speak. Uh, and mine goes to Cheryl for... It came from the core of my bosom. Says that, like, everything that, like, Juggy says that sounds ridiculous, if you put it in Cheryl's mouth, incredible. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, if Cheryl said, shut the hell up, imposter, I'd be like, yeah! I'd be like, I love legends. <laughs> um, and now it's time for a trailer reaction, so I'm going to send that to you, RN... I am pupset that it doesn't, like, I think there's probably going to be a bit of snake parents because they said that there was snake parents stuff coming up. Yeah. But they're not in the trailer, so I'm not sure. Sure. Well, this was a big snake parents episode. We can't be greedy. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm just like, oh, I wish there was. Because I want Cabbie and snake parents to happen in the same week. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, for, like, myself. Mm -hmm. And Bianca on Drag Race next Mm -hmm. week. Which I got full body goosebumps at. Thanks so yeah, much. That was great. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, go ahead. Trailer reactions in three, two, one, play. play. 
Oh my god, Cheryl is so beautiful. Oh boy. To murder. Wait, what Bobby were they looking at? This town needs us. I didn't kill her. <gasps> he is willing to put your life in jeopardy. Wait, what the what? heck? This is not the trailer I saw. I got this. No, well, this is the extended trailer. He got what yeah. he wanted. We're Bro, I can't hear anything. You're playing a very dangerous game. My sound wasn't. My sound won't work while I'm on Skype. Okay, hold up. I'm just gonna turn mine up way up. Okay, just to listen to this. Okay. Oh boy, I had seen this this spoiler that Fangs was going to be shot. Okay. So I'm a little bit worried about my friend. Okay. So Betty and Cheryl Why for some reason. Betty and Cheryl going to look at Chick's body. But also Betty's heckin' Jackie with the heckin' milkshake That's on a really it. weird combo of people. That's such a cute patch. Okay, but um, Hal's eyes. Okay, hold up. Okay, yeah, that's a body. Let me... Oh, that looks like Clifford. What? When I pause on the body, like with that little sliver, it looks like Clifford to me. You think? But why would Betty be there? Girl, I don't know, but that's what it looks like. All right. Go back, look. No, I have. I think oh. it looks like Chick. You think? Because of the nose. Oh, now I see it. Yeah. I've turned my head. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I guess I see it. Yeah, I, I think know. it looks like... Yeah. Okay, okay. So, chick dead. Okay. Betty and Hal having a conversation. I think Hal's eyes are important in that scene. Reggie is fighting somebody and Moose and Archie are in the background. Cheryl's at a desk. Jughead's pulling down posters of some kind the black the dark circle it's the dark circle wait hang on whoever reggie is fighting is wearing the same plaid that the black hood was wearing oh i didn't notice what the black hood was wearing the black hood had plaid on okay but lots of people just plaid we'll just file that one away okay dark circle the dark circle oh poor fangs oh he did he didn't kill her he didn't do it okay i'm glad that they're talking about this yeah, like everyone's. Aww. But like, why? Why would you think that Fangs did it? Because he was. Because they looked at Jughead's footage and saw that I know. he was with Midge. He was like one of the last people. What the hell is Reggie doing talking, with the lodges? Reggie's talking to Reggie. What? 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 I don't know what to say. What? What is he doing there? FP. Okay, they're at the White Worm. They have knives. Veronica's wearing lingerie, even though she's a teen. Your next sinner, which literally looks like somebody photoshopped that on it. <laughs> It literally looks like those things where, like, a celebrity holds up a piece of paper and somebody, like, types in what they wrote, you know? Wow, that's literally what it looks like. Are you familiar with this? <laughs> yes, absolutely. With this uh, phenomenon? Yeah, the meme. Alice looks sad. Oh, she's so beautiful. Betty has the hood, like, the one thing that she didn't burn, I guess. She cry. Oh, black hood with a gun? Bro, the rest of the season is gonna be nuts, man. Yo, that's a big gun. Okay, but that black hood... Okay, first of all, he's in the plaid shirt again. Um, looks like Hal. Oh, let me go back. Oh, I wonder if this outdoor scene is perhaps the mayoral debate that everyone's gathered at? Or is this oh. the white worm? Oh, right. Because we saw pictures from the mayoral debate. Yeah, and it so was like still coming. At night and like some of these colors maybe. It's like a little bit of a riot. Oh, Jughead, who's behind you? That's what I care about. Is that the P? <laughs> it sure is. I see that blurry profile. <laughs> what? Two P's in the... In the episode. Oh, Sweet You found Sweet Pea, didn't you? Oh, my God. Local woman has no control over her love for Sweet Pea. Veronica's looking at someone. Cheryl's talking to someone. <laughs> Betty's holding a gun again. All right. Well, that's going to be heckin' nuts. Bro. Like, literally, I'm like, okay, well, I'm ready. Like, I guess I can wait till next week. And then I see the trailers, and I'm like... <laughs>
Like, how is it not next week yet? Yeah. And then as soon as it's Wednesday, I'm like, wait, it's been a week? What? Yep. Yep. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. If you're a fan of The 100, that show is back and we love to talk about it. So come (laughs) join us. We're covering season five now. And if you're a fan of Lost, we like to talk about that show too. And we finished all of uh, season one. So now's a great time for you to go back and binge. And we'll be starting season two soon. We just posted an interview with one of the actors from Lost, which was amazing for me, as you might have guessed. And so you can check that out too. But warning, spoilers. Yeah. You can follow the aficionados on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Redbubble, YouTube. You name it, we got it. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash theaficionados. If you like what we do here, please consider donating. It's it's expensive to run all of these um, podcasts, and we'd like to do more. So uh, if you're interested in that, please consider donating. You can follow me on Twitter at Britannia, which is B-R-I-T-T-A-N-I-A with an underscore at the end. And you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. That's R-O-B-Y-N-E-J-E-F-F-R-E-Y pretty much everywhere. Uh, Join us next episode for 220, Shadow of a Doubt. Tell us about Shadow of a Doubt. Uh, It was a 1943 American psychological thriller noir film. Directed by Hitchcock. Oh. Okay. Love you. Bye. (laughs) We've never done that before.